0: This podcast is a presentation of UCTV.TV, University of California Television. Like what you learn? Help others discover UCTV podcasts by leaving a comment or rating in iTunes. Hello, my name is uh, Lars Bode. I'm a professor of pediatrics here at UC San Diego and also the director of the Mother Milk Infant Center of Research Excellence at UC San Diego. And I'm gonna show you a few slides, what MAMICORE, as we call it for short, is all about, and then move into why we're interested in COVID-19, what we're doing in that space for maternal infant health, but also uh, how we're trying to discover new components that might actually help us in the fight against this devastating virus. So before we get into COVID-19 and the research that we're doing in that space, What is actually MAMICOR? MAMICOR stands for the Mother Milk Infant Center of Research Excellence. And why are we so interested in human milk? So let's get to to this one statement that I always find very fascinating. And that is from a paper that came out in 2016 that says that the death of 823,000 children and 20,000 mothers each year could be averted through universal breastfeeding, along with economic savings of $300 billion dollars. So that's huge numbers that are associated just with breastfeeding. And the question is, what is so powerful in human milk that it can actually save lives? So one example here for the infant, we unfortunately lose about 2,200 children under the age of five every single day to diarrhea. On the other hand, we see that children who are breastfed have a substantially lower risk of suffering and dying from infectious diarrhea, as well as from respiratory infections. So what is in human milk that makes it so powerful to save infants from these devastating diseases? Also, it's not just the acute benefits for the infant. There is benefits for life when it comes to breastfeeding. So, for example, infants that are breastfed have a lower risk for overweight and obesity later in life. Breastfed infants also have a lower risk for diabetes and have a higher acute and earning potential, even if we correct those data points for socioeconomic status and other potential confounders. So again, what is in human milk that makes uh, it so powerful? And it's not only good for the breastfed infant, it's also good for the breastfeeding mother. For example, we see that mothers who breastfeed have a lower risk for diabetes, lower risk for cardiovascular disease, so that's heart attack, stroke. And we also see that women who breastfeed and the longer they breastfeed have a lower risk for breast cancer and ovarian cancer. So how does this all work? What is in human milk that even protects mom when she's breastfeeding? And not only that, it's not just the mother and the infant. We think that there is opportunities for people of all ages. So if we look at all these devastating diseases like cardiovascular disease, 18 million people die every year from cardiovascular disease, heart attack, stroke, arthritis, Diarrhea. Infectious superbugs are predicted to kill about 10 million people every year starting 2050. One in five children uh, under the age of 18 uh, will develop obesity. Almost half a billion people suffer from diabetes. In the US alone, more than 3 million people have inflammatory bowel disease, IBD. And one in eight women will develop breast cancer. So, really, we have a world in crisis even before this pandemic started. We need answers. We need cures for these devastating diseases, or ideally, we want to prevent them from happening in the first place. So, what do we do? While we're looking for answers, we go back to the chemistry lab and develop all kinds of uh, molecules that help us. in this fight against these diseases, And many of these uh, drugs or injections come with a lot of side effects. This is the traditional way of fighting diseases, but maybe we're looking in the wrong places. Maybe we should be looking to human milk for new answers, and that really is a non-traditional way of looking at science. So i give you one example of what we've done in the lab over the past few years, and that is in the space around rheumatoid arthritis. 1.3 million people in the US alone suffer from arthritis. So what we've done over the last few years, we have identified a component in human milk that not only reduces inflammation in tissue culture in the lab, but also reduces joint swelling and pain in animal models of arthritis can be synthesized at very low cost and can get fast-tracked through the FDA because they are components of human milk and considered safe for human consumption. So this is a project that really went from tissue culture and is now ready, ready for clinical trials that are supposed to start this year. This is just one example. We also have great data looking at heart attack and stroke. We see that some of those components in human milk can improve gut health, reduce diarrhea and infections, reduce overweight and obesity, potentially help with diabetes, uh, potentially reduce dementia, and also help us in the fight against breast cancer. So this is what MamiCore is doing and set out to accomplish. It's really two different areas that MamiCore is focusing on. One is maternal infant health, and the other one is looking to human milk to develop new therapeutics and safe uh, th- therapeutics and diagnostics uh, for people of all ages. So this all happened in the last three to four years uh, after the inception of MamiCore, and then coronavirus hit. So now the question is, what does human milk has to do with the coronavirus? Why do we study human milk and coronavirus? And the first question really is, is it safe to breastfeed if mom has the coronavirus? Is the coronavirus potentially coming through human milk, through breastfeeding and infects the baby through the process of breastfeeding? Fortunately, we can say that all the data that we have so far, most of that is coming out of China where the first infections happened is that the virus is not present in human milk and there's likely no risk of transmission from mom to baby through breastfeeding. We are confirming that currently with samples that we collected here in the US and we should have additional data very soon, potentially already this week. Uh, But I think we can say that it is safe to breastfeed because the virus does not make it in human milk. And that is very important. It's very important to have that information based on real science, based on real evidence to guide and support parents and healthcare providers to make the right recommendations and for parents to be at ease when they decide to breastfeed or not. But more importantly, and I think this is really a golden opportunity, is to look to human milk whether there are any antiviral components. So are there components in human milk that can actually stop the virus? So when mom is exposed or anyone is exposed, really, we start to make antibodies. Our immune system responds to the virus. We make antibodies. And in many other disease cases, we see that those antibodies are then transferred with the human milk and provide protection for the infant as well. So that is something that we're looking for here with the coronavirus. Is mom making antibodies? And if so, are those antibodies getting into the human milk and confer protection to the infant as well? Then independent whether moms are infected or not, there is many other components in human milk, like oligosaccharides that we're focusing on here at UCSD, but also antimicrobial peptides that potentially kill the virus independent of whether mom has seen the virus before or not. And of course, that is also, again, very important to guide and support parents and healthcare providers, because now we can not only tell parents that, well, it's safe to breastfeed because the virus is not in human milk, but not only that, Human milk provides all these other additional components that potentially protect your infant from this virus. And last but not least, we want to see if we can make some of those components available and use them not just for the infant, but synthesize them and then develop new antiviral components to stop the pandemic altogether. So, is it possible that we find molecules in human milk, synthesize them afterwards, and then stop? the virus by killing it or by by preventing uh, infection. So what does success of all this look like? Um, One is that we wanna have parents that are confident to breastfeed. We want healthcare providers to make recommendations based on evidence, based on real science and data, and not just based on assumptions. And of course, we would like to have novel and safe antiviral components that come from human milk. And we know that human milk is safe. Components in human milk are safe for adults. We don't have to worry about side effects. So uh, really to find components that are in human milk that have antiviral ability uh, would be a major breakthrough. And last but not least, uh, this is not just about this pandemic. This is not just about coronavirus. It is not a question of of uh, if the next virus and the next pandemic hits, it's just a question of when. And I think next time we just need to be ready. We need to have mechanisms in place to immediately screen human milk to say that, yes, in the case of this new pandemic, it is safe to breastfeed or, oh, wait a second, this virus or this other pathogen is coming through human milk, so it's better not to breastfeed. We need to have that information right away to make sure that no one is confused and no one is in fear of whether there's an infection risk or not. And we need to have mechanisms in place to screen human milk components for their antiviral uh, ability uh, right away. So it's just a question of readiness. We were certainly not ready for this pandemic, and that's why it has so devastating um, uh, outcomes. Uh, Next time, we need to be ready. And that is one of our goals to just have all those protocols in place that when this happens again, that we are ready. So what does it take to get there? Uh, it takes expertise. We are experts on human milk. We are certainly not experts uh, on viruses and certainly not on coronavirus, but we have the experts at UCSD. Uh, so we're teaming up with experts at the uh, San Diego Center for AIDS Research, for example. They have all the expertise coming from the HIV um, virus, uh, and all the technologies to really uh, analyze and and study this in great detail. We're also teaming up with Mummy's Milk, which is the human milk research uh, biorepository led by Christina Chambers. Uh, We have milk samples that are readily available that we can screen for the virus, have control samples. So it really is that infrastructure that is needed. Also the uh, San Diego Mothers Milk Bank is very uh, much involved in this endeavor. What we also need is resources. And we are very fortunate to have uh, a great partner in Switzerland with the Family Laws and Rosenquist Foundation, who not only uh, donated uh, about $10 million to start MamiCore in the first place, uh, but who immediately, literally overnight, gave us emergency funding to start working on COVID-19 and look to human milk, uh, whether the virus is there and if we find antiviral components. In addition to that, we're extremely grateful to have a a personal donation from the community um, where a couple made a very, very generous donation uh, to our center to answer some of these questions as well. If you're on the call right now, uh, thank you again for this very, very generous uh, uh, donation in support of our work. So, but back to where we started, Uh, life and death is not starting and stopping with the COVID-19 pandemic. All these things are still happening and they are still killing us and they will continue to kill us as this pandemic hopefully comes to an end soon. Uh, So we are calling this the milk moonshot in a non-traditional way to look to human milk for new answers to all these devastating diseases. And uh, As we go through the crisis and hopefully learn a lot from how to be ready next time, I think we should also not forget that there is many, many, many other killers uh, in the world that we need to take care of as well. Thank you very much. You've been listening to a podcast by University of California Television. For more information about this program or UCTV, visit us online at uctv.tv.